Welcome to the On The Ropes Wrestling Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Ray Dunmire, Oscar Rendon, and Tim Ross. Welcome, everybody, to the greatest wrestling podcast in the world. We are the On The Ropes Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by Off The Record USA. We are now over to Off The Record USA. It's a... Before we continue on with the show, we just got to mention that uh, uh, otrnetwork.com is uh, no longer uh, a thing. Right? How do you feel? Actually, I think it was on the ropes. On the ropes network.com. Yeah. But anyway, how do I feel? How do you feel? How do I feel? I feel like the website name was just way too long. (laughs) Way too long? Way too long, yeah. Um, No, I mean, I I think uh, it's something that, you know, we've kind of talked about for a while, and I think it's... uh, to move forward, it's a necessary thing. Uh, just having everything in two spots just didn't make sense. And yeah. to kind of to grow one brand is going to be easier than to to try and do what we were doing before. So true, true. Um, no, I think it's going to be good for for everything. Yeah. So technically, this is episode one of the new podcast. Uh, it's going to take us four more years. To <laughs> four more years to hundred. Yeah. Shit. No. Well. Well, who knows? We'll see what happens. Well, technically, know. you know, we are. Is technically this is a reboot? You know, yeah. episode one. I mean, we could do you know episode one hundred and we've been repackaged. We <laughs> yeah. We've yeah, been yeah. repackaged, yeah. Uh, basically. Yeah. Oh man, but uh, I mean, I'm yeah. Like I said, like you said, I mean, I'm proud of what we were able to do as the as OTR Network. You know, yeah. a lot of opportunities and a lot of interviews and a lot of uh, just a lot of great memories, a lot of cool experiences, and uh, you know, it uh, it got us a lot. Of, it got us a lot, it got us uh, around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and I think I think honestly, just just with this move, it's it's gonna. Uh, take us to new heights i mean i think there's there's so much more that we can do uh with the the entire thing instead of just uh like i said trying to to, to build two two brands essentially is was just too much and especially with the workload that we had outside of outside of you know the the network and and what we were doing so i i think it's good i think it's going to be good for for them you know the growth yeah, so uh, I mean, again, before we move on and we uh, get into why uh, we're really here, because uh, uh, not Ray, Tim has got some hot takes about uh, WWE right now. Uh, but uh, our new well, segment, Timmy Tapout's hot takes, <laughs> <laughs> hot takes with Timmy Tapout. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so Tim, uh, what, what was some of your best experiences while you know we were doing the whole OTR network thing? Like, what was what was a moment or an interview or uh, just an experience that you uh, that you uh, you know remember fondly of? Um, oh man. Uh, well, first of all, just being able to get together with you guys and talk about doing you know talking about what we love, professional wrestling. Um, I think one of my favorite memories was when we went to the uh, uh, what do you call it the studio. Yeah, and with we sat down with uh, Ricky Cruz. Mm. I thought that was pretty neat because um, that was my first time like meeting him. I guess personally, yeah, being able to sit down with him and like you know do an interview with him. And uh, was that your first interview too? I think that was your first interview. 
So, yeah, I don't think I've sat down with anybody before. So but it's funny because I thought when he said the studio and everything, I thought he was going back to like our Riot Radio days. Oh, man. I was like, oh, that yeah, that was cool. And then he said that, and I'm like, oh, no, yeah. that was Shock City, which was yeah. still a cool experience. Both were really cool. Yeah. Um, but it was just funny. Yeah, and that was uh, Tim and Tabot's first interview. Yeah. I don't think I did anything with no. Riot Radio. No. Yeah, it was too far. He would never come out. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I did a couple like phone calls with you guys. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So I remember you calling in. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A prediction show for something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's about all I did. Yeah, because isn't that when you lived out in uh, Fenton? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. So. Out, yeah. yeah. It would have been too much of a drive. Yeah. Would have been. Wouldn't have been worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we lived a little bit closer, and it wasn't even worth it for us. So. God, such a yeah. It was a but, pain. But it was a cool experience to be on radio. Yeah. To have that live aspect to it, you yeah, know? for sure. So, man, um, what about you, Ray? <sighs> so many, right? It's, so it's hard many. to pick which one. So many, and there, and and no offense to Tim, but there's more for us because you know the long road trips that we no, were doing yeah. were, were pretty much just us. Yeah. Um. All right, so I'm gonna name like a couple because I think they're just all great. Uh, the right radio stuff was always fun. Uh, mm. We had such a, a great time there, and the chop and challenge. <laughs> not so much that, but, yeah. <laughs> but and we met so many cool people between yeah. Darren and and Ricky, who was our our board operator for the, the last little bit of it. Like mm. uh, some pretty cool stuff happened there. Um, what else? Uh, we're going to Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. I I want to say it was an ROH show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we stayed downtown Oklahoma City. It was a really nice. Right. Hotel. Yeah. Um, and then we walked to the venue because it was just down the street. Yeah. And we filmed uh like this video series we were gonna do that I actually didn't. And never ended. Yeah. Didn't, didn't even, like uploaded we uploaded it, it and like no like no like there were no views. I was like I guess people don't want it. Uh, I guess yeah. we, I guess we were too ahead of our time. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah that was that was fun. That yeah. was Cool. Um. Pretty much every single road trip to Oklahoma for for world class, um, but okay. Here's my number one. I, I got it. I had to think about it for a minute. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't really involve OTR as much as just like a personal thing. Um, broken bow, that trip. Mm, okay. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You were there. Um, well, because Jerry messaged me the other day. It's like because. Um, He's putting together the Broken Bow show, and he thought of us, and he's like, uh, "Just you guys are coming or what?" Yeah, and, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, uh, yeah. "Maybe I don't know." Yeah, that that show will always hold a special place, um, and we'll go. We we'll eventually we'll get we'll get back out there. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so that one that one was my number one yeah. just because the the camaraderie and the the fun that we had and the talks that were yeah. Over there. <laughs> Yeah, you finally caught me snoring. <laughs> yeah, I did. I still have that video. Yeah, I still have that video. Yeah. Oh, man. I want proof. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, like, sitting there. I got, like, what? Like, I think, like, 30 minutes of sleep. So we, we went to Oklahoma. We, that was a double shot. We went to two shows, and then the second one was Broken Bow, and then we went to this cabin thing. And then we we all stayed up except for Oscar. Oscar got a couple hours. Sleep. We only did one show though. Oh, did we? We only did the I broken we did bow. Because there was a show previous the day before. We didn't. We weren't able oh, to I do that. We went to that one. Okay. Yeah. I guess we didn't. So we just did one. 
so we we go to the show and then after the show we're all sitting at this table and we're just having a great conversation and uh oscar like fell asleep at some point like off on a on a chair like i finished editing photos yeah and i was like all right i'm out and we kept talking and like literally jerry and i were were sitting at the table i looked at my phone it said 6 30 and i'm like okay well i know 6 30 p.m it already passed i'm like that's 6 30 a.m and and then i'm like Oh fuck! Yeah, Oscar, Oscar said. Oscar and I said we were leaving at seven. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way that I'm gonna be able to drive. So like, like I wake. So like I uh, I wake up and raise like on the on like I think it was a chair. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a like a recliner. recliner. And uh, you were on the couch next. Yeah, time. and uh, he had just started to go to sleep, and I was like, Ray, we gotta go. You're like, like I just laid down. I'm like, all right, well, I'll I guess we'll. I'll sleep for like another hour. So we did like another hour and then yeah. we left. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Any, anything with Jerry really is always yeah. fun. You know, Jerry's, Jerry's probably one of the, the best people you can meet inside wrestling, outside of wrestling and, yeah. and just overall. So shout out to Jerry. Shout out to Jerry. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn now. Yeah. What's my yours? T- my, mine is, uh, okay. I got, Three in particular. One involves Tim. One involves you, and uh, one is just for me. Okay. But uh, so uh, the first one, the one that involves me, is uh, going to Chicago C two E two, interviewing Rey Mysterio. Highlight of my fucking life. Like, cool. like if I if we hadn't done any more interviews after that, I would have been fine. I'm like I done I've done it all. That wasn't even our first one that day. That was our last one. Yeah, I mean we have Vampiro, we have Melissa Santos, John Morrison, Taya, you know, um, yeah, and then and then Rey Mysterio, and yeah, like it was just cool to kind of just be able to interview him, and like it was it was uh it was it was weird just sitting across from him and like it's like he's right there and like. I'd never met him before and like he was like my hero you know so for me that was like uh that was a good one for me uh so then the other one that is uh me and Ray is just uh all the car trips where I would piss you off like two hours into it and so every car trip (laughs) every car trip (laughs) and Ray would just be pissed off for like an hour or so not talk to me and you know thinking like oh I just ruined the weekend for us and then, well, you know, after about an hour, just, you know, throwing a couple jokes here and there. And well, yeah, because I had to come to the realization that I'm going to have to spend the whole weekend with <laughs> Test the waters out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what... it. I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> Test the waters out with Ray. <laughs> See what was going on. And then, um, and then the one with Tim was the one that he did go with us to world class. That whole entire trip with Tim. Because... Uh, I loved it and I hated it because it was a it was a it was a one shot there and back. I think it was like a total of seventeen or nineteen hours of us being like awake or trying to stay awake. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Tim uh, riding not only with us but then Chavo Guerrero. So oh had, shit! I can't believe I forgot about that. We had Chavo Guerrero yeah. in the car. You know that was pretty dope and. Um, I can't. I, I, I remember when uh, Chavo was like, uh, looked at Ray. He's like, "So who are you working?" You know, thinking that Ray was a wrestler. 
Yeah. That was that was like, <laughs> like I bet you, like I can't believe that wasn't yours like one of yours because like uh, yeah yeah because I would I would have been There's like so many good ones like, yeah it's hard to pick it's hard to pick just because of the amount of like times that we've had and significant memories I mean you know the the going to the show after the show the whole Wichita weekend of of Wizard of World Class was probably another one yeah you know. Spending that time with with uh, someone who who just debuted in AEW, yeah. But not only that, like who you like looked up to as a kid, and even before then, like my my father looked up to this guy, um, and now like we're spending literally spending a weekend with him, yeah, uh, taking him out to eat and and just doing whatever. Jake the Snake, guys. Jake yeah. the Snake is who we're talking about. I'm going to name drop. Yeah, we we were fucking name dropping. We did 100 episodes. We've done countless interviews. God damn it. We get to fucking name drop after 5 years. We're not there yet. We get to fuck after 5 years, we get to fucking name drop a couple names. Here and there. We get to name drop a little bit. You so, know. But uh but yeah. Yeah, you know. Um sitting at the same table at an IHOP with not only Chavo Guerrero but John Morrison. Yeah. Um, who else was there? MVP. 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 Yeah. 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 I mean, some of the greatest people in wrestling, like, yeah. hands down, like, you know, despite what you may see on TV and of the character or whatever. Um, you know, it's like, we, it's funny because Tim and I were talking earlier and he's like, we were talking about who we wanted to see in the Hall of Fame, and like, Chavo. Yeah. Like mm. I wonder if he's even been thought of by the the actual people that can put people in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And not a fan that's just like oh, think about this, you know, think about what all that he's done for WWE, but not only that, like the wrestling business as a whole. Yep. Um yeah. So mm. yeah. Lots of good memories. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. It's not what I was expecting. Yeah, so as we're recording this, we're also watching uh, WWE Elimination Chamber. Spoiler alert, in case you haven't watched it, uh, Sami Zayn just became the new Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. He pinned the, he pinned uh, Braun Strowman. Yeah. Shocker. I mean, do you think this is... It's. I mean, obviously Sami has been out of the ring for a while now. I mean, do you think this is his time to get back in? I think so. He grew back his hair for it. <laughs> yeah. So I think it is. And I think that's his first uh, solo championship. Or his first, yeah, his first solo championship. Yeah. That's cool. Since uh, since the NXT title. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Elimination Chamber has actually been a little bit better than I was kind of expecting it to be. And this is just, this is pretty cool. Yeah, just a tad bit. Just yeah. a tad bit. But, uh. But yeah, like I said, you know, so many, so many great memories. Uh, but yeah, also yeah, the IHOP thing was my favorite too, just because I was able to watch Tim's like face kind of go like, whoa, like Chop Morrison MVP and, and Chavo over there. I'll even I'll even give you one more because I, I just thought about this. This is something that wasn't really like network related, but it was because I we met this person through the network, and then this opportunity when Glory Pro was was first coming about. Uh, uh, Elgin posted on Facebook one day and and just said, "Hey, uh, does anybody have a truck? And I need to go to Kentucky or not? Yeah, yeah, Kentucky to pick up the the mat for the ring. Glory Pro was just starting, whatever. And I'm like, I have a truck. 
<laughs> I'm like, but I got to work tomorrow. <laughs> Not going to say, you know, I intentionally called in sick, but I didn't feel well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't feel well that you were probably passing up an opportunity. <laughs> the next morning. And so, so I messaged Ogan. I texted him like, hey, I, I got a truck and I'm, I'm good. I can go. Uh, so it was like me, Elgin, KLD, and, and Everett Connors, all in a vehicle to Kentucky for this. No, it was Tennessee. It was Tennessee. Sorry. Wrong state. <laughs> Either way. So we go to the show. We do the show. We get the, the, the mat, and then we drive back. Some of the greatest conversation I've ever had. And again, talk about people that are just amazing people. Uh, shout out to them too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Good. That's great. All right, guys. Well, uh, as one uh, one chapter ends, closes. closes, another one begins. And so it begins the reboot. Yeah. <laughs> the repackaging of OTR. Yeah. Part two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We deserve a part two. Yeah. All great movies have a part two. Rocky two. That's Rambo us. too. Rambo too. <laughs> yeah. Even though I don't think that's what it was called, but you know, Rambo too. A Quiet Place. A quiet Place. Part two. Part two. It chapter two. Yeah. <laughs> so the Lion King two. Eh, yeah. That one wasn't. That, yeah, that was a stretch. It was a bit of a stretch. But anyway, so now we're we're here to talk about professional wrestling. We're here to talk about WWE, AEW, anything that we've been able to watch over the past couple of weeks, leading up to WrestleMania, of course. And so, uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, Timmy Tapout has got some hot takes. Yeah. So uh, let's just kick it off with Tim. Yeah. All right. So, hot take number one. <laughs> um, I think it's all just going to be one big one. <laughs> well, I want to go back to Super Showdown, which all right. was two weeks ago. Yeah. Because um, there's some things about that show other than the main event that I did not like. Um, I'll start off with uh, the... Uh, what was that trophy that they were doing, that tournament The Big for? Mountain. Yeah, Mount something. I don't, I don't know what it's called. The Big Mountain, though. So one thing I didn't like about that was... Tahlequah? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something weird. Um, cool to see Undertaker, as always. But I didn't really like the way he came back, pinned AJ Styles after one choke slam, didn't have to take a hat or jacket <laughs> off, <laughs> and then just won, and then left. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I, I don't think he should have won. Uh, I, I always great to see Undertaker come back and kind of set up towards Mania and all that stuff. I don't think he should have won though. I think that could have happened like maybe mid match or or before. I don't I don't know. Um, but yeah. But that but think about it. All of these like trophy, the greatest Royal Rumble. It's all a way for them to, you know, the Saudi Arabia Arabian fans love that old nostalgic. Undertaker, you know, Triple H, DX, Goldberg. They love that nostalgic feeling. Whereas, like, the fans in the U.S., I feel like, aren't... It's cool to see, but that's not where we're gearing towards right now. I feel like the fans now are gearing more towards these up-and-comers that are coming in, like, you know, um, Drew McIntyre and and Ali and, and all those... Those guys. Aleister Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. The guys that are going to be the future, not the guys that have, have been in the past. and Only show know, up you guys twice know. a year. Yeah. 
you guys know it's always great to see Undertaker. He's I'm the, probably the biggest Undertaker fan ever. Like, yeah, mm. it's always great to see John Cena. Yeah, I thought for real he was taking this mania off and then the fiend, whatever. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> John Cena take a mania off. <laughs> it did. It did give me Mark Henry vibes, but still. <laughs> so I was thinking too. I was like, is he pulling a Mark Henry? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Like I just uh. It rubbed, yeah. It just, I don't, don't want to say it rubbed me the wrong way, but like, you see, you watch all these guys work really hard to get to a spot to where mm-hmm. they've earned it. They've, you know, they put in the work. Not only are their promos great, but like they're over with the crowd. And then right. to see the fiend lose to Brock Lesnar in like a minute, basically. Goldberg. The fiend. What did I say? You Brock Lesnar. Oh my bad. Uh, see the fiend lose to Goldberg in like a minute. Um, really, just uh, just didn't sit well with me. Just yeah. because you you see Seth Rollins go after the Fiend and like Sledgehammer and right. like doesn't die or whatever, like doesn't get pinned, you know. Then Daniel Bryan, right. like how many people? And it's like a, a jackhammer powerbomb gets him. It wasn't even a. It was like a suplex almost. You couldn't even get him up all the way. Yeah, but it's like that's what I really wanted to get into because I'm just. Two weeks later, I'm still furious about it. <laughs> but like, you build up this char- this fiend character, probably the best character they've had in years. Yep. And you know, you make him this unstoppable being. Um, you know, in all of his matches, all of his feuds, like you said, Seth Rollins, the Hell in a Cell match, a sledgehammer, and a bunch of what was it, a toolbox, and all these uh, right. weapons. weapons couldn't beat him. But then you bring in Goldberg. Out of nowhere, like he just gets a title shot. Like I, w- I understand that it's Saudi Arabia, you know, give him title shot, whatever. But to have him actually win the title, I mean, here's the thing. Like you said, you build up this star, right? You're building up this star. And okay, like if if the plan was always for the Fiend to go into Mania facing John Cena, as we now see is what is what is coming about. Why not have him lose the title at, uh, what was the last pay-per-view? Royal Rumble. At Royal Rumble. And then you don't have this issue. You don't have to, because, I mean, obviously, like, for whatever reason, Daniel Bryan was, was, doesn't go to Saudi Arabia, and I understand that. I understand his position, and I agree. So you drop the title at Rumble. It's not a big deal. The title doesn't get defended in Saudi, which isn't that big of a deal because you don't have any problem getting Lesnar to go. So you still have a main title being featured there. And then, okay, so Cena and and Fiend don't need the title, so they still go in. You have a champion who goes into Mania, and, you know, Bryan versus Roman would have been fine. Yeah. I still think Cena versus The Fiend with the title made a lot more sense. Because you could tell the story of Cena wanting to go after his 17th title. Roman and Goldberg don't need it. Right. That's already a big match in itself. Right. It doesn't need a championship because right. you and I... Well, and I and I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying, but it's like if they don't want to have the title in that match, then don't have it in that match, but then don't bring back Goldberg who, I mean, you said it perfectly, he could barely get him up. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, if you're going to build this... this top you know strong powerful goldberg 
Can he lift some weights? <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Do you well, even lift, bro? Well, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Bro. laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> like you said, we have all these new, like, fresh talent, all these future stars. Bray Wyatt, I mean, he's been around for a while, but he's one of the best minds in the business, I, as you can see with what he's done with his character. Right. And to have him lose, like, I don't hate to say it, but I feel like it's kind of killed if, him completely. If he would have had a good match, because honestly, I think Bray Wyatt is one of the few people that could have a good match with Goldberg and make him look good, then that's better than what they did. I just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, are they did they do that to to have these podcasts and to have these these people talk about how horrible it was? I didn't think he needed the title to begin with. No, I but, know he didn't. But you put it on him, you should have had him have this long, lengthy title run for up until at least SummerSlam or something. Have him be this unbeatable machine until, you know, somebody who is convincing enough to come in and I mean, I think Brian would have been convincing enough. I mean, I think that story was good enough if if they wanted to to get the title off of him before, before you know, the before the Saudi show or whatever. It just they could have done it differently. That's all I'm saying. This, yeah, this yeah. this is all like I said earlier. This is all to get Roman over at Mania, to have him beat somebody who the crowd will have. A positive response toward Roman beating. Yeah, if it would have been Bray Wyatt and Roman would have went beat Bray Wyatt, he probably wouldn't have gotten as good of a reaction. Oh yeah, definitely. I think the only way I want to see the match go is a ten-second match with with Roman winning. <laughs> just destroy him. Just destroying Goldberg. Spear, uh, <laughs> Superman punch done. Now you don't think that's going to be the main event, do you? No, I don't think. No, so. I think, I think. Uh, Brock and Drew have more behind it that they could that that's what should close the show. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's gonna be a lot of main events on the show. I think it's gonna be a, yeah. a, like a stacked. Show. Realistically, realistically, I could see Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair as the main event, like the last match of the show. Realistically, like that that I think that rivalry yeah. has got a little bit more steam than Brock and Drew. I think it does. I, I just because think, weekly they're 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 interacting more weekly than than yeah. than Brock and Drew and and with Drew it's like small doses, you know. So yeah, I don't I I think I disagree with you. It's just you know I see your point. I just I think I disagree with you. Well, no. Yeah, I think I I'm more know. invested in Drew and Brock also, and I'm also th that program and Orton and Edge. Actually, Orton and Edge is probably the one I'm most invested in right now. Yeah, and it's yeah, funny because Edge, Randy's been pretty much carrying this <laughs> yeah. for like two months, just cutting promos up and down. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm a huge Randy fan as well, but like that promo last week yeah. with Beth Phoenix, like yeah. I got emotional. Yeah, we can tell. Look at that. Look at your walls, man. Randy, Randy. Pretty sure if I look around, Randy, Randy. You know, there's a lot of Randy all over this wall. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really liked the. So I got the. I'll tell you what I have. I guess uh, you can't see it because obviously this is a microphone. But um, 
I got the Randy canvas, the the red canvas with the arms up, and then the St. Louis background and the behind him. I I just love that because it's like St. Louis and Randy was cool, so I oh, liked it. Yeah. Uh, and then I bought, so I I don't even know why I bought half this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I bought um, the Randy Orton when he cashed in at SummerSlam in Los Angeles. Uh, against Daniel Bryan. I bought the plaque for that that has a piece of the ladder that was used in the match and then the rope, a piece of the rope for the show. And I bought that because we were there and it was such a cool experience and I just wanted to, you know, relive that. Yeah. And then I have a World Heavyweight title with Randy's name on it that he signed because, I don't know. I guess I don't know. Why not? Yeah. I was young and dumb and... (laughs) Had a lot of money that I wasted on a lot of wrestling memorabilia that's yeah. now all over my room. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, yeah. I would agree. I would agree on both those statements. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Edge and Orton, too, just because I think I'm the biggest Edge fan here. I would say I'm probably the biggest Edge fan. You know? I would agree. Uh, I'm more of a Randy fan than I'm Edge, but I like Edge. I love Edge. Mm. I love Edge. Yeah. Plus, it's his first one-on-one match in, Ever, in in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine years. Yeah. So it'll be a uh, what's the word? Bittersweet. So like, or, so like the last couple of years, we've gotten like these these cool like surprise returns, like with Daniel Bryan coming back from injury, Edge coming back from injury. Do you think we'll get one this year or uh, next year? Next year, I don't know. The we only one like I can get one a year. The only one I can think about is Paige, or Christian. You know. Yeah. I was telling him earlier. Yeah. I feel like Christian should be inducted into the Hall of Fame soon. That's what I'm saying. That'd be cool. Well, who may be this year? Because uh, Corey Graves said that he's going to announce another uh, Hall of Fame inductee on his podcast this week. Well, yeah, I think what... we got like two or three more left. Yeah, Ray and I were talking about that earlier. But I feel like they have a bunch of big names already this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if uh, if Christian would even be like a headliner though, like because you know how they always said. Would. But I think you should. But like you know, I'm biased. I mean, I think he should too, but I don't think he would. You know, like just the way everybody talks about him, it's like he's like the most underrated superstar of all time. Right. You know, Randy Orton right. said that. You know, Mark Henry, Booker T, like so many people, and it's like right. It's like the dudes put over so many people, like it's ridiculous. It's it's just funny because it's like this this year's Hall of Fame class. Like, I feel like it's probably the best one in in quite some time now. Yeah, and it's like okay, well, where do they go from here? Like, I'm like I'm thinking about how much they're doing this year, and I'm so curious how like that's gonna translate over to next year. Because I mean, next year WrestleMania is in L.A. Right. I. And they tend to go, like, all out. So I'm just curious of how that's going to... Not trying to get too far ahead, because obviously, like, yeah. we still got to get through this mania, and I think this is going to be in, cool, but... It's in L.A. next year? Yeah. Yep. You mean for, like, the fifth time? <laughs> hey. Hey. We'll get it. Yeah. We'll get it. It's you been wanna... 37 years. <laughs> you want to yeah. go? You want to go, to? Let's go to L.A. Let's, let's, do a, let's do a mania. Let's bring a baby. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring yeah. a baby with the... 
the big uh, uh, noise canceling headphones. You on. know, I honestly like I I like events in L.A. and I like the bigger events in L.A. And the reason I say that is because think about our time at the two Summer Slams we went to out there. Yeah, like to be out on L.A. Live, to have all of that around you, right in front of the Staples Center. It's just such a cool experience, and even like WrestleMania access, like there, I think that'd just be cool. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'll see. Maybe if I'll go next year, yeah. we don't know. We'll we'll, we'll know. We'll see. We yeah, will Chelsea. see. But uh, anything else, Tim? Any other anything? Any hot takes? Any more hot takes? Um, I feel like that was only one, so we got at least four more. I'm trying to think. That was like the one thing on my mind was that whole uh, Goldberg stuff. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about like the way Roman just got his title match? Like he just comes out and says, I'm next and then gets the title match. So I think it works because uh, a lot of the fans feel the same way that you do about this whole Goldberg situation. It's like, it's stupid, right? So... You have Roman who, who, I mean, he's obviously like the fans like him, whether they like to admit that or not. I mean, they, they like him. He comes out and he's like, all right, well, I'm next and this is how it's going to go. And I think, I, I mean, I think it's very predictable in the sense of I, I honestly think Roman's going to win. And if he doesn't, then uh, we riot. That's how, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love Roman. I'm just I hate the fact that Bray Wyatt had to be sacrificed for the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's tough because you have to put you have to put Goldberg with the guys that can make him look good. You can't put him with just anybody. So if you know you put him with Roman at Mania and you give him like that one match to kind of erase the Saudi incident. Then you know maybe that will be the end, and we won't see Goldberg again. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I hope not. Because <laughs> I thought he already retired. Like well, he did, and then he came back. No, yeah. and then he retired again. So they did, man. And then he came back. False retirement. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Edge retired. Daniel Bryan retired. So <laughs> he false retirements, man. Yeah, I mean it just it happens, you know. Which uh, I, I I get it, and, and the nostalgic aspect of it, and I understand it, but. It, it's still stupid to me, and I think that they there's other things that they could do. Yeah. And I think they're learning to an extent, because, I mean, obviously Drew McIntyre is going on into WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar, and I think he has a good chance at winning as well. Yeah. So that's cool that they're giving us that, but I just wish the other show was doing the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens realistically. But uh, if they constantly give us what we want, doesn't it get boring? I don't know. It depends. It depends how they do it, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've always said, like, wait, see how it progresses. Yeah. You know, with uh, like with Seth, we want him to be champ, and he became champ, and we we're like, awesome. Let's see what he does with it. Same program. Month after month, week mm-hmm. after week with Baron Corbin. It's like, well, who the fuck is going to get another title shot? And they're like, you know what? We're going to give Brock another title shot. It's like, we just saw this. Right. 
And then it's like Brock wins the title. Okay, all right. Um, They're relying too heavily on. It's like, what are we doing here? And then Seth wins it back. It's like, okay, we saw this. Well, and they're relying too heavily on the people that they know will draw. Yeah. Take a chance. McIntyre is probably going to be one of the the greatest champions in like history, and I just feel that. Because I think that his drive and determination is there. Yeah. And he gets over. Yeah. So. Maybe. You never know. See? Well, I mean, you got to take a chance on people. Yeah. So, the, I guess the, we'll find out. The question is, is when McIntyre wins, who's, who goes after him next? <sighs> who probably do you, Seth. Who do you want to see him? They'll probably put Seth in there with him, on, like, right off the bat. Yeah. It'll probably be Seth. Um, Who are some other heels on Raw? I like Seth is like number one heel right now. I really can't think of anybody. Um, Joe. Someone, no, someone Joe's a good guy. Yeah, he could be a heel. I mean, yeah, he could go back to being a heel. Uh, but he's out with an injury again, isn't he? Or a concussion or something? Something. He's getting injured a lot lately. I'm pretty sure. I thought he was suspended. Oh, that's um, what it was. Yeah. For what? Wellness policy. Uh, okay, I see. I see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Like, uh, it could be anything at this point, or any. It could be anyone at this point. Seth Rollins, most likely, because he's you know their biggest heel on the show. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of like all the other people on the show though. AJ Styles. Oh yeah. You know, he could be one right after his yeah. match with Undertaker. So you know. It just really depends on if they're if they're gonna build up any more heels on that show, because right now AJ and Seth are the biggest ones, and they're like yeah. in like mid card. They're doing stuff in the mid card right now, right? So it's uh, it's like they're either waiting for them to kind of wait till after Mania to kind of, you know, put them back in that main event spot, or um, someone's debuting after the, the night after WrestleMania from NXT. Maybe who knows? I mentioned Ray. Ray and I were talking about uh, a possible loser leaves NXT match between Tommaso and uh, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. If they added a stipulation to that match, it'll which I guess they haven't really made that official, have they? No, but if it's gonna happen, it'll probably happen at Takeover. Yeah. And I think uh, I think Johnny Gargano has done a uh, has done all you can really do in NXT, and I think Tommaso Ciampa has he he hasn't won the title, has he? Gargano, yeah. He's won it. Yeah, so yeah it was like was Bacon or something last year. And he yeah, he l- was it like a short run? Well, it lasted like about a month or two. Because mm-hmm. then Adam Cole beat him for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe I just totally don't remember that. I don't know. Yeah, you don't. It's horrible. Yeah. So, uh, so I think, yeah, like... I mean, unless he wants to go after that NXT Cruiserweight title, <laughs> you know, that yeah, way, no. you know, he could say he, he held every title in NXT besides the women's, but, um, Hey, it's 2020. <laughs> anything going to happen? Uh, Joanna Gargano. Jo- <laughs> <laughs> Joanna Gargano. Ah, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like that, I, I can't think of anybody else that would kind of come over to Raw or SmackDown after Mania. Adam you know. Cole, maybe? Nah. No, you don't think he's ready yet? 
I mean, I think he's ready, but I don't think I think if he goes, the whole undisputed era has to come with him. You know. Yeah. Because. Yeah, to an extent. If he comes up by himself, every week we're just gonna be waiting for like that moment where like, okay, this True. is where they come out. This is where they come out. This is where they're gonna come out, and and you know. Yeah. So it's like you might as well just bring them all up at the same time. Right. You know, make a statement. You know. Right. Uh, man, but uh, but yeah, is that is that it for WWE? Yeah, I I haven't really been keeping up with the other shows as much. NXT, I've been watching, but yeah, it's hard for me to like watch all. Like, it takes me. Like, I don't watch all the shows until like the end of the week, basically. Mm. I'm too busy. You're too busy. Yeah, you're right. Baby daddy, too, over many, here. too many wrestling shows. It is a lot to keep up with throughout the week. Like Literally, I just like... watched AEW and uh, NXT the other day. Yeah. And. Literally, you have something every day. You have Monday Night Raw, Tuesday Impact, Wednesday NXT and AEW, Thursday NWA, Friday SmackDown. Yeah. Heaven forbid you have a Saturday AEW show on a Sunday well, pay-per-view. Technically, you have a Saturday ROH. Oh, yeah. If you if you watch the, like, the I think it's, like, it comes on at noon or at 11 or something. Yeah. But, like, they'll show, like, a replay of, uh, I think it's Friday maybe that they air it too but they usually play roh like on saturday evenings or right. afternoons right. so yeah and then you know sunday so yeah like saturday so, yeah i mean there's wrestling all around on top of like your local independence that you should be supporting yeah support local yeah you know so uh you know i got some beef what do you i got, got some beef what do, you, what do you got i got some beef with uh AEW. oh yeah, I got some beef. So I mean, I, I love the I'm loving the product. I'm loving the wrestling aspect of it, but I gotta say, there are too many fucking factions. Everything is a fucking faction now. Pac is now with uh, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. You know, then you have the Dark Order. Then you have the Elite. Then you have uh, the Inner Circle. It's all fucking factions now. Like the only person who's like an independent is John Moxley. So like that's my only problem right now is, is the whole fucking like Darby all... Allen's by himself, isn't he? <sighs> yeah, he's by himself, but you know, t- sometimes he he'll, he'll count. I mean, he'll team up with the elite, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's a lot of factions, you know. Multi man matches. Yeah, a lot of multi man matches, a lot of factions, and yeah. it's getting to the point where it's like, you know. Somebody's gonna come out and interfere. Somebody's gonna distract somebody for every match, right? Because that's just how it feels like now, right? You know, and I'm just like, I don't want that. I don't want that. You know, and then you have Orange Cassidy with uh, with the best friends. You know, right. so it's like it's just all factions, basically. Yeah, I mean, there's there's there is a lot of multi man matches. Yeah, you know, then you have was it Jurassic Express? Yeah, so many factions. Yeah. I actually like that one. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all right, one. but like. And then there's factions within factions. The elite then has the young bucks, which will sometimes have Kenny Omega and Hangman. But then now they've splintered off to be in their own tag team. And then there's SCU, who's a part of the elite. That's their own faction. Yeah, yeah. they're technically yeah. a part. They're technically a part of the elite, uh, just like Cody is. Yeah, you yeah. know. 
And then Cody has his own faction with his with his brother and his wife. American it's like, family. goddamn, everybody like everybody's got a fucking faction. You, you know what? I, I do have a beef. I do have a beef. I do. <laughs> you, you, you brought yeah. you brought what it beef up. We talking? Not, it's not with the factions in AEW. It's a bratwurst beef. It's, it's not with uh, the the storytelling in WWE. It's a Cody's tattoo. <laughs> It's the stupid fucking neck tattoo that Cody got. <laughs> yeah. I love the logo. It's a cool logo, but on the neck, yeah. like right there. Yeah. I thought it was like a like a face paint kind of thing. I thought it was too. And I told Nate, I was like, oh, it'll, it'll like uh, rub off as soon as she starts wrestling. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That sucker no. was still there when it, it was, was done. Yeah. I was yeah. Just like, what the fuck? It's like, oh, well, I mean, it's not my body. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say he shouldn't have got it. But I will say it you does know, look dumb. I am a firm believer in, in only getting tattoos if you if there's 100% meaning behind it and, you know, go all in for whatever. Uh, so I get it. I get the fact that that, you know, he wants to to support this his you know nightmare family and it is a cool logo i love the logo yeah but it's just right there on your neck it's just it's weird it is it is super weird yeah yeah, uh, yeah like it threw me for a loop i was like what the fuck yeah. is he doing yeah. but uh so that, that's my beef yeah it could have been like a shoulder tattoo or something that's what i was thinking yeah you know it could have been like right here or right here or maybe on the other chest you know on the other pack yeah but no, it's, it's right here. Yeah, right here. But yeah, that's my beef. Other yeah. than that, I mean, I think everything else is great. I don't know. I'm not. I'm so. not. I'm not digging the whole everything's a faction thing. It's like you gotta yeah. gotta let some people just not be in factions, y'all. You know. I feel like that's kind of how it was back in the Attitude Era. Like everything was just factions. Yeah. I mean, I think you still have factions. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You know, because you still have individuals within those factions. So I mean, I I. I don't see it your point of view, but it's your point of view, so you do you, honey boo boo. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. You know, but uh you're wrong, Ray. So uh, I'm not wrong, it's an opinion. You can never be wrong on an opinion. Your opinion It's not a fact, it's fiction. It's wrong because I'm presenting the facts no. of it's all factions. It is all factions, yes. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on the fact. The opinion is you don't like it and I do. Mm. Or I'm I, I'm okay with it. Mm. I feel like that's going to be their downfall. Well, yeah, we'll too see. many factions. I mean, after all, it is just a t-shirt company. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. But like like I said, it's going to be their downfall. Yeah. I mean, just look at WCW at the end of their run. Everything was a faction. There was the LWL. There was the NWL. There was like so many splintered off things. I was like, it's like, what the fuck, guys? Just... Pick yeah. a thing and stick to it, and stop building these like small like little gang rivals. It's like, just, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. But like, like I said, for me, the factions aren't doing it. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. That's my beef with AEW. That's it. Other than that, great wrestling, great show they put on. Right. Just too many factions. What about you, Tim? He's already given his beef. We're done. With him. <laughs> We're done with you. We're done with the segment of Timmy Tapout's hot takes. We're oh. done. 
we're done. We're done. We're done. Yeah, All done's. right. Well, we're done then. All right, we're guys. Done with everything. I guess. I feel like we're done with everything. Yeah. What else can we talk about? Anybody have any uh, last minute uh, additions? Uh, not really. No. Just uh, I guess the uh, next stop is WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what that brings. Yeah. Uh, Next, uh, we got to get together for a WrestleMania predictions uh, show. Maybe yeah. we'll see. We'll see. And then yeah. yeah, we'll see what we can come up with the next couple of weeks and get another show out. You know. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this concludes episode one of the repackaged on the ropes wrestling podcast on the off the record USA website uh host i guess technically it's hosted by off the record usa uh so guys thank you guys so much for listening uh make sure to subscribe because now we got to do a whole new rss feed so please subscribe Mm -hmm. yeah please subscribe please rate and comment the show what do you like about it what do you don't like about it again we're still kind of figuring out what we want to do with the new show uh this one was more of a traditional show that we've done before but in the following weeks, we're trying to add segments to it. So, like, Timmy Tap Out's Hot Takes, you know, the Book It segment, which we usually have one. Uh, you know, we're trying to do more. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, but, again, thank you guys for listening. And uh, I'm Oscar. You can follow me at the Oscar Rendon on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Oscar Rendon Photography on Facebook and Instagram. Tim, where can the fine people listening to us at home or in their cars on their way to work request to follow you? Uh, you can request me at TJRoth94 on Instagram and on Twitter. Ooh. And Ray Dunmire, where can the people find you? They can look at my Twitter at DunsTheMuns, D-U-N-S-T-H-E-M-U-N-S. Have you been tweeting lately? I have not. Not been, not been tweeting lately? No. Not, big, not a big tweeter? No, just, you know, trying to, you know, take a... a leave of absence from the social media oh, yeah? kind of clear my brain <laughs> okay uh, you know similar to how the young bucks did oh, but you can look at the twitter it's there it's nothing really on it that was yeah. interesting so all right sounds good to me all right guys well thank you so much for listening and as always you can follow us at off the record usa on facebook and twitter or off the record underscore usa on instagram and uh, visit offtherecordusa.com for movie reviews, music reviews, interviews, wrestling interviews, wrestling episodes, wrestling podcast episodes, and uh, so much more. So, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll uh, see you next time.